What's up, everybody? It's Lauren Morrow, and you are listening to The Bar. Hi, and welcome to The Barn, live from The Barn Studios. You got the Chad here in the studio. Got a special guest joining us online right now. We have Miss Lauren Morrow coming into town this weekend. Lauren, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Doing really good. We're excited. You're going to be here Friday, June 2nd, St. Louis, Missouri, at the Golden Record uh, with you and Josh Headley. And we're excited to have you in town. Thank you. I'm excited to be there. We've heard lots of good things about this place we're playing, so should be a fun time. Yeah. And you are out promoting and talking about your newest record, People Talk, out now on Big Kitty Records. Tell us about People Talk. Yeah, so um, I started recording this record in 2019 uh, here in Nashville. I was a relatively new transplant to the city from Atlanta, where I'm from, and um we started recording the record and then obviously we all know what happened in the years following that. And so we decided just, just to kind of sit on it and wait until we had a good opportunity to put it out where people could hear it and enjoy it. Um, it would reach the most amount of people. And so here we are now. And I've heard that this is a really personal record for you and you maybe even did this record differently than some of the ones you did in the past where every single word is important to you and is something that you've either experienced or it's happened to you. Is that correct? Yes. Um, you know, I think uh, my husband, Jason, and I had a band called the whiskey gentry for um, over a decade. And we kind of leaned into a little bit more of the like bluegrass, new grass kind of stuff. And I was able to kind of write, you know, more songs that were um, maybe like more, tales of things that happened to other people while, you know, still had some, you know, things uh, that were personal to me, but this one definitely feels different. It feels um, a little, definitely more, um, yeah, vulnerable in terms of the, the lyrics and everything that's on it. And how would you describe your overall theme or maybe message with your album? Um, I think that there is, there's a lot on there. I think of, um, trying to or or coming to terms with the maybe the person that you've grown into. Um, I've been playing and and doing playing in bands and been in the music industry for um you know close to sixteen years now, and um I know that doesn't make me a huge veteran, but at the same time I've seen a lot and I've had to deal with a lot. Um, and I think if anything, you know, it's just kind of like growing into yourself and. And whether that means in terms of your your career or your marriage or uh, or a relationship or whatever it is, you know, it's just trying to find, I guess, uh, your own voice through all of it. And you kind of mentioned the vulnerability in some of the songs and the lyrics and the message. Mm-hmm. But I also hear a lot of confidence in the songs and the album and uh, mm-hmm. and some empowerment as well. How do you find that balance or how do you navigate that balance between those two? <laughs> Um, I, you know, like I've always, for some reason, been blessed with 
uh, with confidence. I wouldn't say blessed, but I mean, it's something that I have to work at all the time. But whenever I start to feel, you know, insecure or whatever, I kind of have to turn off that part of my brain. And it's taken a really long time for me to get there. Um, but I think part of, you know, growing in that confidence and being able to speak the the vulnerable sides of myself has come from sharing, you know, songs and sharing these things with people and having reactions come back and people say, you know, like, I know what you mean and I feel the same way or thank you for saying that, you know. So I think it helps you kind of grow your confidence in a writer or as a writer from getting that, you know, feedback. But but also, you know, I, I do think there's an element, especially of this record, where we we felt like, well, like, screw it. Just do what we want. Say what you want. I've got nothing really left to lose at this point. I've pretty much hinged everything on this record and basically second mortgage my house to put it out you know so it's like whatever just go for it so uh, there's 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 a lot of freedom and just saying screw it I'm just doing it a- absolutely i'm with you there yeah. specifically uh the song nobody but me you mentioned you know writing about your experiences in the music industry can you elaborate mm-hmm. on the themes and the emotions like explored in that song yeah i feel like you know I I definitely touch on in other songs, you know, on the record, just the, the things that I deal with kind of with anxiety. But, um, you know, it's it's also it's it's hard, you know, just being it's hard enough being a human sometimes. But then especially being a woman in the industry, I feel like there are some kind of impossible standards that we are that people bring against us. And, you know, I I feel like, again, kind of going back to what. I was just saying that sometimes when you just have to like, when your back feels like it's up against the wall, you just have to kind of harness that personal power and say like, I I have to do this. I'm just going to do it for myself. I got to advocate for myself and I can't, you know, let other people's um, opinion, you know, get in my head. Um, and I think that song is just, it's very personal to me because, you know, it's uh, um, yeah. I, I, I think just because, you got to just stand up for yourself and just keep moving forward and keep pushing. That's all I really know how to do. (laughs) Hey, same here. You know, you hear a lot of singer songwriters talk about their songs being therapeutic for them. Is that the case Mm -hmm. with you as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, they, it's interesting with certain songs, you know, they, they tend to come, some come from a place that seems almost immediate. Like it was something in my subconscious that needed to just, get out um other ones are harder to to kind of figure and kind of like grasp the right word to the right cadence or the right you know things but i definitely feel like the you know the ones like nobody but me you know having that line in my head like the if you ain't helping then you're hurting it ain't hard to see like i just kept thinking about that in my head and everything seemed to kind of flow out you know lyrically relatively easy from there once we started writing the bulk of the song with them my producer Parker and my husband Jason. But yeah, and and it's it's therapeutic too to play it and especially to get, you know, to have reactions and, and from women, you know, who who will be like, I was like crying when you played that, you know, because it, it meant so much to me, you know, like that's a really cool feeling too. And the song Nobody But Me in the video, it showcases like women throughout history, like clips of them. How did that video mm-hmm. come about? Was that your idea? And how much involvement did you have with piecing the clips together and who you chose to to be a part of the video? 
Well, I made that all myself. Oh, um, there you go. Hold so, on. Hold so, on. I got this. Um, <laughs> Add video um, editing to your list, right? To your resume. Like I said, I don't need nobody but me. No, um, this was honestly, you know, came out of kind of a like, there's no more money in the bank kind of situation where it was like, I wanted to make something. And I had the idea to do, um, you know, clips of, you know, women and doing things throughout history or just being beautiful women, whether they're dancing or they're young girls and they're, you know, they're with their friends or whatever. And um, so, yeah, I just, I found those on uh, public domain and I taught myself this uh, program called Da Vinci and pieced them together. And the first time I did it, it was a colossal failure and I lost the entire document. I worked on it for hours. Oh, um, no. And then finally, like, kind of figured it out, and um, you know, it got it got much better after that. So, <laughs> yeah. While we're talking about videos, I uh, I want to bring up uh, only nice when I'm high. Yeah. That video there, and I have to ask you the puppet, the hand puppet. I guess did were you able to keep that? Where did that come from? That's like a, it was such a cool prop for the video. Thank you. Yeah. So. Um, that I still do. We call him jointy. Um, that's his name. And he lives here with me at my house. Um, and, uh, we have a good friend here in Nashville named Adam Kowalski and he and I, and uh, my husband and a uh, producer were having lunch one afternoon. And I had told him that I had this idea for a video that would have, um, it, it was inspired kind of by, if you watch South Park, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas right. crew that has like the really long arms and legs. And yeah. And I was like, thought, you know, like if there was this kind of joint that would be following me around in certain situations where I felt anxious and helping me through them. And that just kind of weighed on us that he is, uh, he can create puppets. Um, and he was like, well, I'll do like a prototype. I'll show it to you see if you like it. And he sent us that. And I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. So he built it. He puppeteered the whole thing, and um, yeah, it just was, it was it was ama- uh, just an amazing thing to be able to have. Yeah, very very cool concept, and and brought a sense of humor to it that I think is always kind of nice and helps Thanks. with the message. Yeah, uh, yeah. You've mentioned your your husband a few times. Um, I know mm-hmm. you obviously did some collaboration and, and played many years of music with him, but you also collaborated with your producer Parker Kaysen. Mm-hmm. And yep. and between you three, you kind of came up with this album. How was that collaboration? And and I guess how do you collaborate with your spouse? How do you keep home from jobs separate? I guess. Uh well, uh, it is tricky and complicated sometimes. But I, Jason, and I have been. It's always kind of ever known ever since we started dating. We we started playing music together, and so, um, you know, I think we do a pretty good job of trying to find the balance. Um, but. You know, for years, I I wouldn't really write with other people. Um, I would sometimes write with Jason and he would tell me ideas and, you know, you know, I'd be like, I don't like it, you know, and I would just be kind of like, you know, just I don't need you to tell me what to do kind of thing and (laughs) not listen to him even, you know, even though he would be right uh, most (laughs) of the time. Um, But, you know, I think when we when we made the decision, it was really Jason's decision for me to go solo and. He and I, you know, started writing more together, sort of opening myself up more to that. And then when we met Parker and I really felt, you know, like Parker really understood me, you know, musically and as a human and, you know, and all those things that um, it felt, it just felt like a really natural thing. And so, you know, there were times when, when we would come, 
we'd go to Parker's house or go to the studio and I would have an idea for a song or, and, you know, he would help with his, you know, big creative brain and Jason would throw things in and, you know, it just, it felt nice. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, certain ones were harder than others, but uh, I do think that, you know, you can, you can hear all of us on there in some shape or form. And specifically with the album, people talk, I mean, it's receiving some high praise from, some pretty notable publications like Rolling Stone, Mm -hmm. you know, what is that? How's that been for you? And what does that feel like? Um, It feels great. I, you know, it's, it's like, it's such a crazy feeling sometimes because this industry can definitely make you feel so insane. And, and it's, I definitely feel like with this record, because we had waited so long to put it out that I had very little expectation about, you know, what, what it was going to do. I knew that I loved it. And I knew that we had a really good set of songs on it. Um, ones that I've been more confident in sharing than many others in the past. But um, I think part of it was just having to go through the pandemic and just really like releasing any expectation that now anything that comes through, you know, I'm like, you know, floored by because I'm, I'm so just excited that people like it. And I'm more so excited that it finally got out and, you know, and, and that people are still enjoying it and talking about it. And hopefully it will be one that can, people will continue to talk about, you know. And you mentioned off air before we came on air that you're getting ready to leave for tour literally tomorrow. Yes. Uh, and you're going to be out for a while. You're obviously doing some dates and uh, and specifically the St. Louis one coming up with Josh. But you're also going mm-hmm. out with Driving and Crying and Sonny, Sonny Sweeney, which, you know, great artist. Yeah. Um We've done a few dates now with Driving and Crying, um, really like kind of when we first started uh, going as Lauren Morrow and they become good friends of ours and we've got a few with them at the end of this tour and then uh, the one with Sunny and hopefully we'll do some more stuff with Sunny um, later in the year. But yeah, just really awesome people and great musicians all around and great people. So, um, you know, that's kind of what it's all about. And when you go out, is it a full band? Yeah, so this tour is full band, um, and the ones who are driving and crying and Sunny will be full band as well. Um, you know, Jason and I did a, a tour last year. It was like 150 dates, and it was just Jason and I um, and as a duo. So it's it's been really nice. Like, we just wrapped up a month in Europe, and it was so nice to be able to play with a band and, like, hear these songs for the first time with the band live. So um, it's going to be really fun. And we can't wait to see you Friday, June 2nd, St. Louis, Missouri at the Golden Record, Lauren Morrow and Josh Headley. And we can't wait for you to get into town. And we appreciate your time today, Lauren. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see y'all.